What is up, everyone? Two Fellas Podcast, back with another episode. I am Cody, and joining me as always is my bearded co-host, Steve. It's not Natter Day, but I'll drink one. It's Thursday. Close enough. Mm-hmm. So, we are also uh, joined by some, some guests this episode. Yeah. Another beard. Yeah, we yeah. We have uh, Jeff Beeson, and his, uh, his wife, Chris, is with us. That's not bearded. <laughs> At least it's equal now. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I was outnumbered last week. Yeah, and you usually are when Jeff's on here too. So yeah. So unless we get uh, a thousand followers on our Instagram page, I'm not growing a beard. Yeah. So did you you heard that right? Yeah, I yeah, I heard was, that. I, I actually meant to repost that because I'm gonna try to help that out. I yeah. Five hundred. Five hundred. The he's uh, Drew's gonna get a tattoo. Yeah. At five hundred. And this is on Rock Swatch Designs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening to the podcast. Make sure you go like the Rock Squatch Designs. Follow it, yeah. Yeah, go follow on Instagram and share it so we get to 500. Drew's going to get a tattoo. And? But he said if we got to 1,000 that I couldn't shave for, for two, two months. Yeah, two months, yeah. Two months. So, yeah. We're, I think we're, we're almost at 200 the last time I checked. Yes, so we're, getting we're cruising pre- up yeah, there. Cruising up there. Not bad for a week. That's right. So... Speaking of Drew, last week we had him on the podcast, um, and we definitely could have used some sour pickle beer to cure his cramps. Um, we asked ourselves if we would try vodka made with rye grain from the Chernobyl disaster area, and everyone's favorite fast food restaurant got even better when they added mac and cheese to their menu. Most importantly, in our last episode, we talked about going down to Third Thursday, where we officially launched Rock Squash Designs, and I have to say... The response has been pretty amazing, and we've already had to restock some of our shirts. So. Yeah, so we just received our uh, second order of our our red uh, Arkansquatch T-shirts. So we have all sizes back up um, online, and uh, in the in stated they're fully stocked as well. So it's a, a g- great start. Taking up, we've taken over a few extra hangers. Correct. Yeah, they're right. I mean, they're front and center. You can't miss them when you walk in. Oh, cool! It's pretty neat little setup. So make sure you head over to our Facebook page and click the link to buy online, or you can head to Stated Apparel or Salt Soap Company to purchase in store, or just holler at us on social media or text or call or email. If you live local, we'll get one to you. So our Where, our Where is the Beard segment is sponsored by Salt Soap Company located in downtown Bitten. At Salt Soap Company, you will find anything to meet your personal care needs. Make sure you mention Two Fellas Podcast to get 10% off your purchase. And I'd actually like to toss it to another beer this week on this segment, and I'd like to talk to Jeff about his experience with running the Leadville 100. Well, (laughs) ran part of it. Well, it wasn't for lack of effort or spirit. No, the big thing there is don't quit. I didn't quit. I got pulled off. I just I didn't meet a uh, cutoff time. Uh, I didn't make the, the big climb that I was hoping to do. So made it top of Hope Pass, they call it. So had that going for me. But I, I fell at mile 10. I uh, pulled my, my hamstring a little bit and pushed on through to mile almost 50. So That's pretty incredible that you ran that far with a pulled hamstring, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Well, I had trekking poles part of the way. So e- Either way. Yeah. 
So um, I know you didn't finish the race like you had planned on. And like I said, it was due to an injury. It wasn't because you couldn't do it. And it wasn't because you, you, you lacked the, the spirit or the effort. Um, but you did meet a couple people that I think were pretty cool. And I'd, I'd really like to hear about that. Yeah, I met quite a few cool people. Uh, so <laughs> probably the toughest part emotionally was uh, going into that last aid station. No, I'd, I'd missed the cutoff. And a uh, guy comes running down the hill. And there's a whole group of us. And somebody goes, Oh, that's David Goggins. And he walked, you know, he came running by and we locked eyes for a second. I'm like, uh, you know, one of the toughest guys out there. And here I am. I didn't make it. <laughs> you know, it happens. Well, like I said, it was due to injury, though. Yeah, yeah. But did you get a chance to talk to him at all? No, no. He was moving too fast. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I, I was following along on Instagram. If you don't, if you don't follow him on Instagram, you're missing out. The, the guy just. He's he tells it like it is. And yeah. He's very straightforward, and if if you're easily offended by language, and don't don't follow him. But I just I, one of the first videos I saw really, what I, I just started following him. I'll be honest, and it was just a few weeks ago. And it was, the video I saw, he was running, and uh, he was talking about uh, he was he was running. It was very hot, and some guy stopped and said, "Why are you out here running?" And he's like, "Because you're not." And he just <laughs> went on about it, and I was like. That's it. this guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I love this. Yeah, yeah. He's hardcore. Yeah, so. he uh, was uh, obese, uh, lost all the yeah. weight, uh, went to Navy SEALs, and it just just killing it. Well, yeah. he, he completed Navy SEAL training twice, didn't it? And then mm-hmm. Ranger training. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just for inspiration, just go follow the guy because yeah. he he just it speaks to me. I just yeah. I just like his just no BS mentality. You know, in that, that whole race, there's so many people that are pushing themselves. And, it, you know, everybody's got their own little story. Uh, after we dropped, the the aid station I was at does not have vehicle access. So I had to run back out to the last aid station so I get out of there. And as I'm coming in, there's this guy that comes up and he goes, blind runner, blind runner. And I turned around and the guy has a bib on that says guide runner. And there's a blind man right behind him. And a lady that was running with me is like, yeah, that's the first man to run Leadville blind. If mm-hmm. he finishes, he'll be the first to ever do it. And I'm like, I just got passed by a blind man wow. on a trail run, man. That's hardcore that's, right there. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I've been passed on a 5K but, by a guy with a stroller. So. Yeah, well, hey, it happens. So <laughs> so you had to take a little trip out there, though, right? Oh, so yeah, it's yeah. not It's not like you just flew out there and then flew right back. Oh, yeah, that, so. that, that's an epic trip, man. It's 1,100 miles from Malvern, so, yeah. Pulling our camper, our house. Yeah. Yeah, we're living on our camper now, so. <laughs> so how, so what did you see along the way? What were your favorite highlights on the, uh, on the trip going out? Like, oh, what, and what was your, like, mindset as you're going out there? Uh, you know, I was just ready to get out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I was anxious, very anxious. Uh, and then this, we broke down. Yeah, then we broke down, yeah. You're like, I'm not going to Leadville now. Yeah, I, the truck broke down, and it was like, what? Four or five o'clock in the morning, I was like, oh, my God, it's oh, done. No. I can't do it. Yeah, so I was like, okay, look, there's a Ford dealership. Pick out any truck you want. We'll trade this one in, and then we're going to Leadville. I like, I like that. <laughs> She's getting you there. Geneva, yeah. are you hearing uh, that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I came to my senses and was yeah. like, um, why don't we just see how much it'll cost to get the truck fixed? So what happened? I, I guess I missed that. So... Well, I put new plugs in it like back in April, and apparently the, they weren't the best quality ones, and they just went out pulling mm. that 24-foot camper. and wow. New plugs, cool packs, and a couple hours later, we're back on the road, no problems. That's good. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and six hundred dollars later instead yeah. of sixty grand later. Yeah, well, <laughs> I still I still like that four by four that was sitting there. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I'm sure you had one picked out. Oh, yeah, somebody yeah. wants to go to Leadville again next year, so yeah, you, may, yeah. you may have sabotaged the plugs on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on the plan. Yeah. yeah, we're taking the car next year, so if it breaks down, I'm getting a new car. <laughs> there you go. That's the plan. And you took the squatch with them too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we had two squatches. We had it on the back of the truck and the campers. So. Oh, hey. Yeah. The squatch is getting out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah somebody hasn't squatched my car yet. Yeah. Well, we're officially well, out of stickers. I actually had to. They were ordered today. I had to give up my own personal stickers. I bought Steve stole them out from underneath me. Well, I got two two of the stickers. I'm, I gave I'm pretty sure pacers. there's a business going on and we were selling them, but yeah. 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 But my pacers have them, so there's a couple of squatches out there permanently now. Yeah. So. Should do any of the t-shirts because he gave David Goggins one. Like, hey man, yeah. as he's running, yeah. he just yeah. pulls it out of his backpack. We, we were talking about this. In. There's a there's a Sasquatch shirt out there at one of the campgrounds, and they were talking about yeah, Jeff has, running by and grabbing one. Yeah, it has a uh, picture of scenery, wood scenery on the inside, but there's little Sasquatches hidden in the woods in it. Ah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Speaking of scenery, how about some of those pictures you've been posting? Oh, dude, man, that's so amazing out there. It's, it's phenomenal. I think what's what's more incredible than just Jeff's abilities and his running is just the photography and the pictures. And I don't think you you haven't posted them all yet, but Not you, yet, you, you no. can get kind of some teasers out yeah. there. And it's man, did and you post the one of the Milky Way? Yes, I did. Yeah, I believe so, I did. Just some incredible pictures out there. And the, the pictures don't even do the place justice. Oh, I yeah. mean, she took a picture of me standing in the the lowest part of the race in the valley, and you see the mountains around me, but. Unless you're standing there, you just can't you can't take it all in. There's no way. Well, and I think that's one of the sweetest things about doing trail runs compared to going to Chicago or New York or Boston to do the yeah. marathon is you, you can go down the city. You can go down the city anytime. Yeah. But yeah. to go to Leadville and go do that. Like, yeah. Who's, who's going to climb Mount Elbert, which is the highest point in Colorado? Yeah. Just for a view. <laughs> not, not, not as many people that are going to go to a major city. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I just those pictures were just amazing, and I I I'm, I'm, from being in, in places that you just you try to caption a photograph, but you just can't. I just I can't imagine. I'm I don't know that I could run a hundred miles, um, but it was very inspiring to see to see that even even the fact that you didn't finish it it doesn't matter to me. It's still inspirational that you even showed up to do that and were sidelined due, due to an injury, but. Um, it just is just a credible follow along. Are there are there any uh, is there anybody else that you that you met or you talked to or any any other big takeaways from your experience? Well, uh, Dave Mackey, I don't know if not y'all know who he is. Uh, he was actually a, an elite ultra runner that he was in an accident and lost his left leg at the knee. Uh, and there's actually a documentary about him running this race a few years ago. Uh, after I dropped, I was sitting there and somebody goes, "Hey, look at that one legged man!" I was like, "Oh, that's Dave Mackey," and he. Came by and just kind of waved and kept going. I was like, that's pretty awesome, you know. Somebody that you've looked up to for a while and you're out on the course with them, you mm-hmm. know. That's what's so great about trail running. It's like you really get into trail running and you start having these people that you look up to and you're out there shoulder to shoulder with them, you know. So, so have you uh, pulled your thoughts together? Are you going to do a, a blog on on this? Or I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still trying to put it all together. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So I... I I hadn't done a blog post in a while, so well, uh, yeah. But this is this was a, kind of a big one, yeah, so I was, yeah. wasn't sure where you're at on that. Yeah. But um, you know, 
we we last minute got just asked Jeff if he could come on today, and then I asked, "When did you guys get back?" Because like I've kept watching, yeah. seeing this post, and you got yeah. back just yesterday. A, yeah. yeah, yeah, a little over twenty four hours ago now. So so we're we're getting them fresh off the yeah off the road and off the trail. Yeah, but so with. With a with a run like that, does everybody get real spread out? Like, are you are you out there running by yourself, or do you, are you running? You know, groups? that's what's really weird. Usually, in a, in a big trail race like that, you do get spread out. But that's something that kind of caught me off guard. It was I was always around somebody at that race. I mean, I made it almost halfway point, and I still had a lot of people around me. We didn't get spread out like I thought we would. Of course, there were six, over six hundred people versus sure. two hundred in the travelers. So, yeah, but I never saw like one person by themselves. It was yeah. always like. At least three people. Yeah. And most of the time it was like a group of like 10 to 15. And then it'd be like nobody for a while. Then there'd be another group. So. Well, that was what was so crazy is like, you know, we hit a point going up that we knew we weren't going to make the cutoff. There was a whole group of us. And as a group, we decided, let's go on up, you know, let them know that, hey, we know we didn't make it, fill our packs and go back down. And we all went down together and we all kind of had we're able to work through it emotionally together, you know, because mm-hmm. it's kind of tough training for something like that and sure. missing out on it. And so we were all able to kind of talk each other through it. So by the time I made it back to the to the aid station, I was I was good with it. So yeah, I was standing on the other side of the mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's another epic story in itself. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, at six o'clock, he wasn't there, and that was cut off. But there were like. I would say at least 50 people, if not more, and just barreling down that trail trying to make cutoff. And, I mean, they were crying, and I'm not one to cry, but I was bawling my eyes out, and it was it was just crazy. So Yeah, I, can't, I, I just can't imagine. So we, we did mention the Traveler, and Chris is going to run the Traveler. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, we, we had Jeff on when he finished that last year, and so you're – Geared up for it. It's what six weeks away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Five terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there with you. All you got to do is run. Uh, that's yeah. That's the easy part, I think, because yep. crewing's really hard. Yeah. So. It actually is. So. Yeah, I just wonder how, you know, you and I, you know, we did a pub run together, and uh, I, I joked in the moment that. I don't run with people. Like, I usually just, all right, see the finish line, and I take off, and I listen to music, whatever. And I think I just talked Steve's ears off the entire three <laughs> miles. Um, and on the, the trail run I did, which obviously is not in comparison to 100 miles, but everybody got real spread out. I was kind of by yeah. myself. I just kind of got in my own element with music and just kind of did my own thing. Um, but I just don't, you know, the gr- talking at Geneva, you know, the, all the girls run together and they, they run and talk and all that. But I just, I don't know. I just don't know how I would do on such a long race like that. Just cause you know, you just gotta kind of get out of your head to push forward. And yeah. I, I don't know what the best, the best. It, yeah. Way to it, the question is. is, is it you know, kind of more of a relief that you're talking cause you're not actually thinking about what you're doing or. How, have, how do you think that? You just got to be in the moment. Uh, that's one thing I've stressed mm-hmm. to her. You got to be able to run by yourself, no music, just be in your own head for mm-hmm. sometimes hours. Yeah, right. well, my first 50K, I did completely by myself because it took me 10 hours and 22 minutes. Well, so. I did pace you in the last couple of miles. So. Okay, so 10 hours. And <laughs> 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 yeah, I was completely by myself. I did not expect that at all. I mean, started yeah. out... Um, with the early start and the group that I was with, they were way faster than I was, so I was like totally alone. So, 
And it's yeah, because I've I've done both. I've done the music. I've done by myself, and and that's one of the things that I, I love about running, is that no matter what you're doing, you're you're battling against yourself to either yeah. get better, or to continue. Yeah, and not not give up, not make excuses, and no matter. I mean, I don't know, for for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So J- Jeff brought us um some some koozies back. It says dig deep. Into that inexhaustible well of grit, guts, and determination, and that's the founder of Leadville there. So, like, like Very to me, like artists. that is um, that, that's what running's all about. Yeah, it's exactly what it's about. I think there's just there's just a there's a culture of of runners, and I I think that you'll find whether you run a five k, a ten k, a half marathon, a marathon, a, a fifty miles, a hundred miles, I think that you'll find that there's just a culture and and just the running population that just it's positive it's motivating it's inspirational um even when i ran that that trail run a couple the the scorch and squirrel um just everybody finished and just kind of looped back around to the finish line and everybody was cheering on people as they finished and i just i think that's really cool it's something that i found that you don't find in other groups or organizations and um you know I, i i feel like you know even with your group that you know we're going to make the cut, but you kind of you ran down together. Like I just don't think you you find that in other sports or activities. Yeah. I think it's kind of unique no. to running. Well, and trail running especially. I mean, when you're out there, usually it's like an out and back. So I'll you know every time I've run one, the guy that's first or the first female or whoever it is, they've always said, "Hey, you're doing a great job. Keep going." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've always said something. But out on the road. I mean, they just kind of like, huh. Right. Well, and, and I think a lot of the roadrunners are the ones that with, with the earbuds. Yeah. When you're out on the trail, like, you want to be in nature. Yeah. Right? You, you want to hear the sounds. You want to experience it. While you want to hear if it. there's a bear behind you. Yeah. Or a Sasquatch. Or, or a Sasquatch. Yeah. I, had, I, was, I was kind of fuming because I was out there by myself, so I had headphones in. I was, <laughs> I was abandoned. We haven't fully converted yeah. him yet to trail running now. Well, you just expect to be by yourself, and yeah. then you're pleasantly surprised when there's other people to talk to you. That's yeah. how yeah, I that's am. Yeah. Plus, there was an awesome slide on the Scorch and Squirrel. You oh, yeah. missed that. That yeah. was the best part. That's the bomb. Yeah. It? Yeah, I, I skipped the slide. Well, Joel, the I race director, the told slide. me his wife yeah. had wa- or his mother had waxed it a couple weeks before. Yeah, I, had to, I just stick my feet up because I was moving pretty quick. I had to like, try to slow myself. <laughs> the, the, the woman in the ball was like, slow down, slow down. I was, I was I'm trying. Going. Yeah, I was trying. Being those, those, um, those shoes are. They're very rigid on the bottom. There's not really, there's not much. You can't grip with them. Yeah, you can't grip with them. Yeah. They're made to grip rock, not exactly. So, (laughs) well, there was like eight people standing in line when I came up to the slide, and I was like, hmm, now's my chance to get ahead. So, (laughs) yeah, I went down beside it. She did the 20 miler, Cody. Oh, yeah. I saw those. I saw, as I was driving, as I was driving away, I saw him somewhere, and I'm like, we were supposed to do the 10, but, you know, we all know that fell through. You did the 10 last year, though. Yeah, I like the 10. Yeah. The, the, so it's like it's like for me it'd be like the ten is equivalent to the ten k, yeah. Because I like the ten k for for road races. Like it's like the half for me is I'm just done at the end of it. The ten k like I can still go do things after that. Yeah. And so the ten mile that's how I kind of felt when I trained up and did that. Why don't you come so. do a fifty k with us? Yeah, that's probably the next step, huh? Yeah. Well, the Spa Running Festival is just a yeah. few months away, yeah. so. Yeah, I Well, 25K is the next step. Oh, yeah. He's done 10. I'm, I'm going to ag him on it. Oh, he, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. He's going to make me dig deep. <laughs> dig deep. <laughs> that's right. Well, it's 
it's good to hear about your experience, and I, I think you'll be back next year. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll be yeah. there. Um, make sure you're following Jeff on social media, and then check out his blog on runningintheBardo.com, yeah. which I think you can expect a blog post about yeah. his experience in the near future. So check that out. Um, that's going to take us into the Craft Brew of the Week segment, which is proudly sponsored by Rock Squash Designs, providing you the freedom to explore the amazing trails, lakes, and rivers that Arkansas has to offer with a fresh new style. So we got a little bit of a, a mixture here, but I'm going to break it up before we get into the, the gift. Um, so we had mentioned that Natural Light was coming out with a seltzer. Yes. And it's here in Arkansas. So. Oh, hey. Reach the back. I uh, picked these up. And I need you to be honest, because when we come to our listeners, we want them to uh, really get whether we like a beer or not. When we mango t- and peach. <laughs> That's a plus. Yeah. When we tell you that Natterdays are good, we want you to go get Natterdays. So we can crack these open. And take a little sip of the Aloha Beaches when mango and peach go beach mode. Wow, that mango and peach scent hits you. Yeah. Hard. It's definitely better than the last seltzer I had. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, is that saying a lot? or I feel like this is... Well, I mean, the last seltzer that I had, everybody was like, oh, this is so good. And I was like, oh, this is so bad. But this is really good. I feel like this is... This is Joanna in a can. Cause it says, she, she, <laughs> she couldn't stand it. She's Aloha Beaches. She, she disapproved of it. So I that's why. This is better than... So I had, a, I had a White Claw last weekend. This tastes way better than a White Claw. Okay. I don't I don't do seltzers very much, but I'm not, I, I yeah I, I mean, just like I had you, I like the darker yeah I, I had to bring this out because it it just came to Arkansas like it's it's fresh in the yeah, stores you, right you now. need to pass up the white claw and get the natural light I'm there's so, nothing better than getting white claw wasted than getting natural light <laughs> seltzer wasted um, so they have this uh, the Aloha beaches and they also have a cherry lime um, that is in the stores too so I mean this is good that's very good yeah. This, right, is the so, best, this is the best seltzer I've drank. Wow. How many seltzers have you drank? Two. Two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've drank three, counting this one. Okay, there you go. Okay. So, and this is the best one. Yeah. So I would stick with the Natterdays over the seltzer, but... Yeah, I agree. Well, I agree. Okay. But if you're going to go with the seltzer, keep it classy and get a natural light seltzer. Yeah. Wow, I've never heard natural light and classy in the same sentence. <laughs> I don't but know. They're, they're moving on up. Yeah. Well, I'd go for either, I think. Uh, I was okay. going to ask you, you, would you prefer the Natter Day or the Seltzer? It's like the Pepsi Challenge. So, um, I don't know. It's a toss-up. <laughs> well, you can continue to, we, to we sip on them. Hit them both, yeah. yeah let her just sip on them. Blind yeah. test. Well, remember I shared earlier today with the Cathead Diner who is mixing champagne with... Um, a Natter Day. Yeah, Natterday and some um, vo- uh, vodka from Rock. Rocktown. Yep. I was like, man, I want to try that. We did hit a distillery out there and several yeah. breweries. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what was it, Breckenridge Distillery? Uh-huh. Yeah. We, we got, got the uh, Vita got vodka. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I think what makes this taste better, it's it's a 6%, which is more, it's, that's more, than, more a, than a, a like claw. a Like an ale, yeah. I think that's why it tastes better. Wait, now how many beers have you had? <laughs> <laughs> I know he that was, may be why it tastes better. Yeah. I might have pre-gamed it a little bit. <laughs> Don't judge, there's no judgment on the Two Fellas podcast. 
Only, s- only silent nobody. judging. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you judge in the comments later. I drank beer for breakfast when we were up in Colorado. Did, yeah. Was it a, a coffee or a chocolate beer? Or it what? was no. whatever beer I could get my hands on because yes. that's what kept me balanced. I like it. Is it, is it the hair of the dog? Is that what you say? Yeah. yeah. No. No, hair, hair, altitude. Hair, hair of the Altitude sickness. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I never got drunk. Yeah, because hair, hair of the dog is if you're trying to come back from a, a rough yeah. night. Right. Okay, I've never heard that until last weekend. I heard it twice from two different people. Yeah. Wow. And, we, it, and it wasn't for Cody. Know, feet, we do the it hair of the dog run on New Year's Day. Yeah. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Well, how did we miss out on thing. that? Oh, miss out on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're this year not here. Yeah. What, you're know. not here? I don't know. We're just, we do different things. Travel around. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's why so, we have a whole segment dedicated to your beer. Yeah. It's always traveling. So the, the beer for this is uh, from the Boulder Beer Company that uh, Jeff brought back for us and it is a uh, brewery tour, so we get a uh, a shake, which is a chocolate porter. We get a Mojo IPA, Buffalo Gold, Golden Ale, and Cody, you got the next one? The Ginger Fluid Lager, which Ginger Fluid donates a portion of its proceeds to the Human Rights Campaign. So that was a mystery beer on the box, and you get into the middle of the package, and you get that one out of there. Pretty little rainbow on the can. I'm not, I mean, I'm not mad at them. It's for all humans. Yeah, all yeah. humans. Yeah. All it's human. actually a pretty decent beer. All humans can get drunk. Yeah, oh, and, that's right. Yeah. Are, th- are these not cool looking cans? They're, they're, they're awesome. Black. I, I, I really like them. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that I'm gonna have to do the shake. Oh yeah, the shake. The shake was my favorite. Yeah, I, I had to get myself a 12 pack too. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big porter fan, but I really like that one. So I will. She's a chocolate fan. Do this one. Then. Well, I like the you got to get up to get down. Yeah. Yeah. That's well done. Yeah. That, that's a good chocolate porter right there. I feel like I have to drink the ginger fluid now just because. You, you do. You got to. <laughs> so, yeah, this one's a smooth with a subtle coffee-like notes. Um, devilishly delicious dark chocolate finish. You could drink this in the morning. Yeah. As long as I'm in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the ginger fluid is very ginger neutral. It's not very bitter and it's not very pale. It's kind of down the middle. Yeah. It appeals to everybody. There you go. There you go. That's what it's supposed to do, I think. They really nailed this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for for bringing this. It's uh, welcome. And cheers. Thank you guys for all your support, too. So how'd you end up, uh, speaking of support, how'd you end up on fundraising? Uh, It was a couple hundred short, but... Okay. Yeah. but still time you, to donate. You can still yeah, donate. Still time right? to donate. Yeah. So where can we donate? Uh, we've got my uh, first ascents page. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess we could repost it on your page there. Yep. Y'all posted a few times, so we shared yeah. shared it a little bit getting it out there. Yeah. But. So what first ascents does? Uh, they take cancer survivors, and now they've uh, added uh, multiple sclerosis. They take these young people out on epic adventures and show them there's more to life than cancer. Um, well, when you say young people, it's for like up to adults. thirty nine years yeah. old, so y- younger than us. <laughs> yeah, but not like Make a Wish. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the eighteen to thirty nine year olds, and uh, the actually ones that, the ones that can kind of be forgotten. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, and you know the great thing about it is uh, we've got a friend that she's a breast cancer survivor. She'd never heard about this these organization until I posted about it, and she said, "I want to try it." So she put her name in, and 
the day of Leadville was her last day of uh, a whitewater rafting adventure in, was it Idaho or Montana? Somewhere like that. Yeah, it was, I mean, so she got to go, you know, basically the money I raised would send two people to camp. Well, there's one of them right there. Right. And, you know, that meant a lot to me that it it was somebody we knew, so. Mm Mm-hmm. And just to hear the other people that were on the, the race team for First Descents, hear their stories. You know, they were running for family members that died of cancer. So it's pretty inspirational. Yeah. So, Well, I would challenge any of our listeners because just calling myself out, I have not donated yet. Um, but the, your team has raised uh, $44,869 of their $75,000 goal. Um, I think we could all donate to help reach that goal um so get out your pocketbooks let's help them reach their goal um they're out and i i've made it a point not well it is a point that should be made that and we talk on the podcast that you're probably the most selfless runner that i've ever met because you never run for yourself it's always for someone else or another organization it's never jeff never runs for jeff jeff always runs for somebody else so um, I challenge all of our listeners, um, and we have a few of them. Our, our 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 following is growing. To get on there and donate to this cause, it, five, ten dollars, fifty dollars, hundred dollars, whatever, whatever you can just find yourself to donate. I, I think we owe it to Jeff to do that because, like I said, Jeff doesn't run for Jeff. Jeff, Jeff always runs for somebody else, and uh, that's what this podcast is about: is supporting others and uh, just going back talking about just just running in the group just running groups and just the support of one another i think it's important that we don't lose sight of that yeah and you know you talk about uh, the motivation you know that's a, that's a big motivation especially you know i came into my all it was like what was 30 something where they had the tent set up and one of the ladies there that was helping out she was a cancer survivor you know and it's like how can i quit when i'm looking at her and she right. hadn't quit right so it's like running um like the Little Rock Marathon, for instance, you know, they've got people who, they've got cancer survivor shirts on and they're running, and it's in, it's inspiring. Like, yeah. hey, you know, if they're out here doing this, like, I, I can do this, so let's let's motivate, you know, yeah. let me motivate you to the finish, and you're motivi- motivating me to the finish, and it's just it's just a great community. I just, if, if you aren't if you aren't running, you owe it yourself to get involved. You don't have to run a 100-mile race. You don't have to <laughs> run a, a half marathon. You can run a, a 1K. You can run... A one miler, you can run a five k. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different races out there that you can get involved in, and just the the support of the running running groups is just phenomenal. Yeah, and you know, going back to that blind man, you know, just watching somebody do that, and then then he had a guide. You know, everybody's focusing on this this blind man running it. He had a guide. I mean, can you imagine talking somebody through a hundred miles? I mean, that in itself is amazing too. So. The, yeah, and that would be nerve wracking. Could, could uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was thinking about. Like being the guide, like you're the guy behind you. Like he trusts you that much yeah. that you're going to get him through it. Yeah, and you know it's tough to guide somebody on a road race, but yeah. this is a very technical trail. I mean, y'all ran the Scorch and Squirrel, both of you. Mm-hmm. I, I would put the technicality of this some of these trails is worse than that. So yeah. Yeah, to to talk somebody through that that's that's just amazing, and then to to want to do it when you can't see. I, mean, I think this guy was legally blind, but still, I mean, to, to want to tackle something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but usually when you're legally blind, you can see like outlines of people, but you're not going to be able to see what's on the ground. No, no yeah. rocks. Yeah. Or yeah. And so just, it's going to be like lift your lift your foot up here. There's a rock coming up. Yeah. There's a root. And I mean, just so many amazing stories come out of that. Yeah, road, I would almost so. think as the guide, like you would have to run on your own. 
and talk out loud as yeah, you're running. To, he to, was. Yeah, to fi- well, to figure it out, like, to be able to do that. Like, yeah. That's crazy. And, I mean, they have to put in a lot of training models together so oh, they can yeah. build that yeah. trust. So yep. it's, it, that was just so amazing to me. Or Dave Mackey, you know. Yeah. Lost a leg and still went and did the lead man, which is all five of their races oh. in one summer. So, Steve, I'll, I would trust you to lead me. Uh, so they, they do, this is I the mean, man that just gave you Natty Light. Yeah. I mean, come on. We'll have seltzers at the finish. Yeah, <laughs> seltzers, yeah. No, but um, it's kind of like a, like the uh, road course racing that that people do. Um, you've got a spotter who's reading out the turns and whatever, and the driver, and the driver never lifts. He truly trusts the spotter that when he says yeah. left or right or whatever, that that's – that's what they're doing, and I think it's the same kind of thing. You yeah, just, it has to be. It's just you're trusting the guy. Like, yeah. hey, whatever you say, I'm doing it. I'm full throttle into it. So um, it's just incredible. Like, just who, you know. So you think about, like, I've done team building exercises with, like, work and stuff, and there's, like, you know, you have a group of people, and they're all blindfolded, and the first person has to kind of lead you through a course. Yeah, those are always a cluster. Like, I'm just trying to think, like, how much training goes into being that leader. And, yeah. then, and then on top of that, the, the truck, like, it, it's crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't, it's hard enough to train for a 100-miler, but to want to take someone else's life in your hands, because let's face it, this can mm. be dangerous. I mean, yes. there was one person that was med-flighted out of this race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah, and at that point, uh, I had dropped out of the race, and they weren't sure where well, I was at. And They, they wrote his number down wrong, and so oh, I'm no. standing there going, you know, it's like 7.30 now, he's not here, there's a helicopter that's landed, and then they come and oh. pull me out of line and say... I need you to come with me. I think that might be your husband that they're oh, loading the helicopter. Rough. It was oh, not rough. me. It was, yeah, it was not. Unfortunately, wow. a good friend of mine was there who got stuck over there too. So she's like, I'm going to go with you. I was like, thank God. But yeah, they were like, what was his number again? And so I told them, and they're like, oh, no, this is a 500 series. But he, they said, you know, he's got on a red shirt, black shorts, and That's a beard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those trail runners and beards. Yeah. I mean, they just kind of. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Geneva would be like, "Is it sigh of relief?" My, my husband's <laughs> beard. You can't even grow a mustache. Hey, Cody, you know if we get that thousand likes <laughs> yeah. uh, and you grow a beard, you might be a faster trail runner. See, I Maybe. don't understand why you didn't say five hundred likes and he can grow a beard, and a thousand you so do a tattoo. I think really Drew wants to get the tattoo. But well, yeah, the, I, I kind of I got that. I listened. Yeah, to but the, but so. the thing was, it was just all just kind of just out of the blue, and then it just kind of trickled into okay 500 well let's set the next goal at something and you know i think he should do a beard and a tattoo let's get a tattoo of a beard (laughs) oh (laughs) okay how about the two fellas podcast tattooed on you yeah yeah Uh, Yeah, that's what i I got uh, just barraged by you and drew about if you're gonna get tattoo you gotta get a door or yes tattoo so you you definitely looked some up didn't you yeah i did that that tattoo i shared on our two fellas podcast page is legit but yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> anyway, make sure you're following Jeff on social media. Like I said, uh, running running in the barter dot com. Uh, if you can find it yourself to to donate, um, they're still trying to meet their goal. It's not too late. Um, thanks for sharing. That's just good insight and uh, love following along. Um, it's unfortunate what happened, but it's uh, still an inspiration. I was inspired by it, um, and your photography is just top notch. Oh, thank you. So, thank you. If, if you're not following Jeff on social media, you're missing out, basically. So, um, getting into news, um, this story has been uh, sparking quite the uh, 
internet debate. Um, a federal program recommends people keep their homes between 78 and 85 degrees. It's caused the internet to freak out. Yeah. So the guidelines come from Energy Star, a government-backed program to promote energy efficiency, and it has sparked a fiery debate on social media. The program suggests different settings to automate at various times, 78 degrees when you wake up, 85 degrees during the day, and 82 degrees when you're sleeping. Energy Star says homeowners can save about $180 a year with a properly set programmable thermostat. But while some studies have shown higher daytime temperatures help improve productivity for some groups, higher thermostat settings overnight could interfere with getting a good night's sleep. A room somewhere around 65 degrees makes for the best sleep, according to the National Sleep Foundation. A 2012 study says heat exposure increases wakefulness and decreases slow-wave sleep along with rapid eye movement sleep. Cold exposure, however, does not affect sleep stages, though the use of bedding and clothing are critical when achieving a peaceful night's rest in cold environments. So it saves $180 a year? Yeah. Yeah, let me get my wallet real quick. Yeah, Yeah, I think that money you save, I'm going to need for bail money to get you out. (laughs) So I know Steve's Steve's probably biting his tongue. I have been known to keep our thermostat in the house a little bit higher than probably than, than normal, but... Um, th- this is saying that you should be sleeping at um, 80? yeah over 80, 82 degrees. No, that's no, no, it's not no. happening. No, yeah. no, yeah. he's like a furnace as it is. That's me. <laughs> um, to me, to me, the way I sleep is I can always add more blankets. When I kick the blankets yeah. off, I'm that uh, we're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Right. So well, yeah. so we our air went out last week, right? Yeah. And. Uh, the first thing I did was turn that there was that all the way down. I was like, I wanna <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I I I don't want to be sweating when I'm yeah. sleeping. So I I draw the line somewhere. I, I can I, I'm I'm more like I don't like to be cold. So in the in this in the winter I'll turn the thermostat the heater up probably more than most people would, but in, in the summer, uh, I can I can stand a lot, but not I'm not yeah. sleeping at eighty five degrees, sorry. Yeah, our, our heat and air guy was at Leadville with us. So, oh, yeah. There's, there were a lot of people that probably weren't happy last week. Do you week. know how cranky people get when they get hot? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's a cop. He knows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Th- things happen. Yeah, things happen. People get shot. Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. No, we're definitely not. But we we do use the um the app to like change it like when we're away. Yeah. And when we come back, so like you can you know not. Crank your AC while you're not home. Yeah. What happened to just living it on seventy two degrees? Yeah, I, I guess they know better. Hey, that's like crazy now. Yeah, <laughs> we have we have the ability to change it on the road. Yeah, now. So when you come back from vacation, you can turn it back down to where you want to be when you See, walk into the house. If you live in a camper, you just take your house with you when you go on vacation, hey, like we do. Yeah, that <laughs> definitely would do it. I could live in a camper. I could well, try. I could try. We don't. We don't. We haven't killed each we, other yet. Is what she no, tells everyone. We everybody. haven't. Yeah. We got rid of eighty percent of our stuff. How does that feel? Mm-hmm. Good. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait yeah. y'all living in a camper? Or yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Seriously, living in a. Oh, camper. I, did yeah. you not like, know this? No, how did I miss that? No. Yeah, I, living like, in a camper full time. Full time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like For we went from an eleven hundred square foot house to like two hundred square feet. Oh yeah. my god! Now it is a brand new camper, so. Yeah, but still. But why? But there's a goal, right? Yes, we're gonna build a house. 
Oh, okay. So, and we're building a small house. So I'm thinking, you know, when we move out of the camper into our house, it's going to be like huge. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it does feel yeah. good to get rid of all the crap. I mean, I, I can't even imagine yeah. why we thought we needed so much stuff. Oh, I could see that. And the beauty of it is, when we're building, it's going to be trail running right out the back door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we're just going to travel down to Malvern yeah. and go do some train. You're going to travel down to Malvern and help me work on the house. And oh yeah, forgot forgot about that. Yeah. Have you started building yet? Not yet. Two oh. weeks. How have I mi- how have I missed <laughs> this? I feel like I'm so behind the curve here. We really haven't put it out on social media. I guess it's out now. So yeah, wow. <laughs> it's out now to all of our yeah. listeners, all 147 of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's well, good for y'all. I mean, that's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm excited about the the trail yeah. running because we can definitely swing yeah. down there. Because you know, coming oh, yeah. coming from right where we're at here, you have to travel to go to a trail. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you either gotta go up to Little Rock, go and do hot something springs. hot springs. Yeah. So. Might as well be between Hot Springs and Malvern, so yeah. Might as well just go down to Jeff's house. And yeah, come in the house, yeah. have some beer. We can do when it's cold because right now you'll get covered in ticks. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Well, we're yeah in between season right now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so are you are you going to keep the camper once you build? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, because we still want to go on adventures. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not going to switch over to the hotels. Well, yeah, I didn't I buy mean, a brand new camper <laughs> to sell it. <laughs> our plan was to get a camper. Well, we had a pop-up camper, so we were going to get a nice camper in November. And anyway, our plans just kind of got moved up a little bit, and we didn't intend on building a house and selling the one we were in, but it just all kind of all worked out. So, yeah, we're keeping the camper. All right. Yeah. Um, definitely going to follow the adventures of the camper. So, see, when we were in Leadville, you know, people go on vacation, they're worried about their house getting broken into. <laughs> not us. We, we got, got our house. house. Not us. <laughs> <laughs> we only buy a bear. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't see any bears. Yeah. We did see a mule deer and a bunch of squirrels. So. And a porcupine. Yeah, a porcupine. Yeah, it's still, yeah, it's still pretty yeah. hot out for them to. I don't know. The temperatures there, the highs were like 70 degrees. So, Steve, this is, Steve knows I'm not a camper. Mm this is glamping I've I've heard y'all talk about it yeah this is glamping I I have a a TV and a DVD player sound bar in there yeah but we don't have all the cutesy pillows and pictures hanging up no but you got a shower yeah like I mean that's that's what look I just need a shower and air conditioner I'm good so we have a shower air conditioner we have a fridge and freezer and then we we have have a a beer freezer outside see Geneva we could do this (laughs) we have a big shower too yeah so we um so Labor Day is next weekend, and we got an Airbnb for the lake because you know we can't, we can't we can't camp, but I'm excited about it. Y'all can so camp in our camper. I mean, if I can, we can live in it, you can camp oh, in yeah, it. Sure. Yeah, sure. Just I don't. You well, know, I mean, we so we need to have them out when we set up for the traveler. I don't yeah. even have a tent. We're not on a tent. We have, yeah. Yeah, we have a tent that's in the camper. We keep it in the storage <laughs> compartment in case somebody comes and wants for, to stay for, with us. Yeah, you got a bonus room. Yeah, you should you should film me trying to set up a tent because oh, we should do a how to and, and yeah. give Cody. What was that movie Wild with Reese, Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, she tried to oh, set up the tent. Yeah, yeah. That's, I well, set up so that she tent didn't. by myself in thirty minutes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Less than thirty minutes. Hey, you know how easy to set up our camper? You hit a button. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So. Um, one of the events that I current events I have is talking about filtering salt from seawater. So there's, you know, plenty of people that don't have fresh water and they're surrounded by salt water and people are always looking for new ways to, um, to filter it. And this one stuck out to me because they're 
filtering water through a thin membrane of porous wood. So a natural resource that you can actually filter water through, salt water through, and it filters out the salt. So You would bring up a wood story. I would. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this uh, membrane is made of a thin piece of American basswood, which undergoes a chemical treatment to strip away extra fibers in the wood uh, to make its surface slippery to water molecules. One side of the membrane is heated so that when water flows through it, it pulls out the salt. I thought and they were doing something like that anyway with all the stuff with sea salt added to it. Everything, um, everything that they currently do is made out of plastic. Oh. And so this is a renewable resource. What about the killer red algae? Is it get rid of that? <laughs> I don't, I, the, the green algae? No, it was the red algae. Oh, was it red algae that was down there? I think so. Yeah, the so. green algae was freshwater killing dogs. So. Okay. Oh, that was here. Yeah. Yeah, that was here. Yeah. So I th- where my mind is, I'm hearing this filtration process through wood. I'm thinking, man, what what would happen if they did beer that way? And filter through wood. Where does basswood yeah. rank amongst wood? Right above crappie wood. <laughs> <laughs> Can you buy this wood at Hobby Lobby? <laughs> yeah, from Bobby. What's the best kind of wood? <laughs> what are you trying to do? Like, there's there's reasons that you go for wood. Like for filtering water, what's the best kind of wood? Is it basswood or is there a better? Well, apparently, I mean, they've done a lot of research to figure out the the basswood is the one to do this. So, well, what, what you're the expert in wood. What no, would you not, say? Not on like filtering water. <laughs> there, there's got to be G- a... GP needs to expand their. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna expand their horizons. <laughs> I, into... We're gonna filter water. They may be behind this. So. Yeah. So I just thought it was really cool that we could use a natural resource, renewable resource, to solve a world problem. Yeah, it actually is. It is kind of neat, but yeah, I'm still hung up on filtering alcohol through that. Well, I mean, you can, you know, you talk about using, you know, oak barrels for for whiskey and and, a- beer. and aging beers and doing that kind of thing. Um, it is funny if people don't know the difference between oak, uh, red and white. Yeah. one is porous and one has is non. So if you put the wrong one in, it will leak right out. Yeah. So. No one likes like he would. No. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Throw you off your game? Um, so. Okay. No, she hears that a lot. I'm so. trying to keep my filter on. Well, you should use best wood <laughs> to filter your water. <laughs> Why are they wanting to filter this water again? So more people can have fresh water. Yeah. There's a lot of people around the country that don't have, around the world, that don't have drinking water. But they have access to the ocean. Correct. Okay. And basswood. And basswood. Where do you get basswood? From Bass Bro. (laughs) (laughs) How could you not see that one coming? Or maybe the rainforest that's on fire? Yeah. yeah. Where can I guess if you're a basswood? Speaking of that, that news story with the... You know, Amazon up in flames and no, no, no the Amazon forest, not Amazon. Amazon. No, not Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, God, God, not Amazon.com. <laughs> no more Prime. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, it, it was interesting because there's very little coverage yeah. on that. I, I'm seeing more coverage in the last day or so. Well, that's because people started calling it out and yeah. saying, why are we not worried about this? Are you not going for another yeah. gender fluid there? Cody? I finished my gender fluid. It was okay. very, very fluid. Yeah. The Mojo IPA is where it's at. I like a good IPA, I like a good mojo. I really like that. I like that. So, 
Back to the burning rainforest. Yeah, and just to me, it, it's amazing that that's just lost. Yeah. Like, no, there's no huge benefits or anything going on to say, and hey. And their government's just now stepping up to it. Yeah. Yeah. But on the, on the other side, we... We do put and out a lot of money. Water that they get to filter <laughs> through through burnt wood. Can you get some? Ha- can you get your hands on some basswood? Yeah, I can get it at Home Depot. <laughs> Cody, are you going to do some beer and filter it for us? I want to f- filter some <laughs> alcohol, not beer. Like what? Why? I don't know. Why? In Lost like, Forty, doing the uh, the beer in the the wine bo- barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah that's you what I had last age. time. Yeah. yeah. Hey. So my parents are coming into town when? next weekend. Oh, there you go. We're going to get our yeah. Two Fells podcast brew. Okay, I might have to be here for that one. <laughs> I, it, it depends if I'm going to claim the brew. To, oh. It might be a one fella brew. We'll see. My, <laughs> my stepdad said it was tasty. It had a little bit of a bite to it. I'm a little concerned because it was supposed to be a pale ale, so I don't know how it's got a bite to it, but we'll find out. What are you going to call I, it, Two Fellows? Two fellas mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Two fellas, one mistake. <laughs> That's what she said. That was good. That was good. So, a <laughs> a war has started between Popeyes and Chick Fil A over who has the better chicken sandwich. This war led to the Twitter feud over the week after Popeyes put a chicken sandwich on its menu. Popeyes gained more followers on Twitter during the feud, but that doesn't necessarily mean that followers will try their chicken sandwich, especially when many of the restaurants have been reportedly out of stock of their chicken sandwich. So Chick-fil-A still remains the largest chicken chain. So I saw multiple different companies trying to get on this. Somehow Boston Market got pulled into this. I didn't even know Boston Market was still around. I don't know. So they got pulled into it... um, where is Boston Market? In Boston? No. <laughs> no I've, only, I've only seen Thanks. a few. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Chris is not amused. <laughs> well, I mean, there's Popeyes and Chick-fil-A everywhere. Yeah. So how, in, the, in the South. And churches. So how does Boston Market get pulled in there? So Because they because want... Please explain, I think they Steve. have one in... Oh, no. Wait. It's a Perkins now. Well, they, they, want, they just wanted to get in on the, on the action as far as... The chicken action. Yeah. The poultry. <laughs> the basswood. Wow. It's not even the chicken that makes the sandwich. It's the bread and the pickles. Ooh. It's She's a got a point. Right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody's competing with that chicken biscuit. <laughs> or, the, or the chicken minis. Uh, the grilled chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. Who has those? Who's up for... What's the Chick Fil A I've ever done recording? Oh, well, at least it's not Sunday. Yeah, it's not ten o'clock either. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. Come on, let's go. Yeah. So I have not had the have had the Popeyes chick the chicken sandwich. Maybe we should go after we leave here. How about Do the? Do we have a Popeyes here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, military see, I don't, I don't. Popeyes is like. Popping up everywhere. We even have a Popeyes. Yeah, yeah. Now in your camper, Popeyes. you have a Popeyes in your camper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it's a drive-through. No, we have. A- <laughs> we have every restaurant near our home because if we're not near it, we just move our home. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you live here? No. Well, we'll move <laughs> <laughs> from where we're currently parked. How about now? <laughs> Popeyes is what two miles away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Ah, Chick Fil A's got good chicken. Well, that's fine. I don't know. So here's my thing. Did you hear what happened at the churches on Twelfth? A lady walked in smoking a cigarette, and they asked her to put it out, and she pulled out a knife and robbed them. <laughs> I'll stick with Popeyes, thank you. <laughs> Maybe she needs a jewel. Welcome, yeah. to, welcome to Little Rock. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want a like chicken, chicken like a picnic dinner chicken, then it's Popeyes. But if you want a chicken sandwich, it's Chick Fil A. Hmm. I'll take your word on that. No, yeah, I mean. Chicken so, wing, Popeyes. Okay, so does KFC fit anywhere in that conversation? No, no. KFC is old news. Yeah. KFC. Well, you said you said picnic chicken, so I was yeah. thinking you get a bucket, a bucket of chicken. Yeah, yeah. bucket but, bucket o well, chicken. So the night before the squirrel, I thought we actually got like a bucket o chicken from Popeyes. So. <laughs> okay, it was more like a box. Yeah, but it was a box, but yeah, KFC. You get the. The chicken pot pie, or you get the bowl that has yeah. the mashed potatoes and the corn. Everything mixed, yeah. The okay. gravy and the chicken. Yeah, that's what they're getting. I don't know. Now. I quit going to KFC when they started trying to get people to dress up as this colonel. That was, was weird. It was kind of creepy. That yeah. was weird. <laughs> the fake, you know, suntan, yeah. crispy yeah. colonel. Norm McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. Have you they seen have the, the thing that says, why does the colonel have such little such a little body? Uh-uh. Well, look at a picture of the the logo. It's the colonel's head, and it yeah. looks like a stick body on him, but it's supposed to be his bow tie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. It's a big head. I went to a house one time on a call, and uh, they had pictures of the colonel, like the original colonel. Like yeah. on the wall? Yeah. Well, the like original the, colonel is kind of a hero, though. Yeah. So. It was very... Was it like a portrait-like picture? No, no, no. It was like candid pictures, and they told stories about meeting the colonel. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess that would if that's that would your be claim to fame, then yeah. You know, yeah. so be it. feel bad that you had to go meet them that way, but... Yeah. Well, they, it was a false alarm that nobody, <laughs> nobody broke in their house. Oh, okay. Oh, they were okay. afraid somebody stole a picture <laughs> yeah, of the colonel? Yeah, somebody was going to steal the colonel. No one steals a picture of the colonel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never saw that before. I never... Yeah. What are you talking... You never saw the colonel? No, never. No, It's a little body. Oh, we need a we need a picture of that because oh, that's yeah. the, well, that sh- needs to be shared. Will, that'll definitely be in the picture of the podcast episode. Yeah. That's interesting. I like it. I never noticed that. He was just too enthralled with the people that had autographed pictures of the colonel on their wall. Is anybody else hungry right now? <laughs> so this is what happens when Cody pregames. He's gonna look for some corn nuts that we can we can pull out here and. You can't shoot. You know, it's funny. Stuff. Like we were listening to that that podcast on our way home from Leadville, and right yeah. as it finished, we stopped at a gas station. And no, somebody was like, "I heard a guy going, look, honey, they've got corn nuts. You don't hardly see those anymore.' We were in Colorado, so they were, I was they like, were delicious. I I could hear that. Steve hasn't misophonia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you just butchered that. Whatever. <laughs> Just drink some more gender fluid. And I'm on. No, I'm. Well, he's got I've the, been, the. I'm the on the beer. mojo. He, he went to mojo. He he needs the mojo after that. <laughs> what What are the news stories you got for us? That, that's all. Okay, I Okay, well, I got another one. So, we've all seen kids, maybe even our own, throw a temper tantrum. Well, one young driver allegedly pushed into a river his BMW he got from his parents because he wanted a Jaguar. The man, named locally only as Akish, is alleged to have pushed the brand new car after he got upset it was too small for him and his pals. The video shows the car sinking beneath the water in the Yama, Yamayunagar, Haryana state in northern <laughs> India. 
It had so, sometimes you just gotta skip over that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's in India, okay? It's a river in India. It yeah. had to be pulled out. It had to be pulled out using a crane. Oh. Locals said that he jumped out of the vehicle just before it reached deeper water, and onlookers helped him to safety. A police a police official said. The youth was arrogant and kept insisting that he be given a Jaguar as a BMW is a little small for him and his friends inside. We would do preliminary investigation, but this seems to be a personal matter. We won't proceed according to the law. The boy's father said, I wanted to give my son a birthday present. We could only afford to give him a BMW while he kept on insisting they be given a Jaguar. He said the vehicle was too small, but we thought he would be okay. We never imagined he would do anything like this. I hope he gets a bike. <laughs> and not even a good one, like a Walmart bike. Yeah. A Huffy. Yeah. A Huffy. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. With a banana seat. I had it. My first car was a 1991 Ford Ranger. Well, you did better than me. I had a 1985 Ford Granada. I had a 1980 Pontiac Phoenix four-door. 96 Mazda 66. Oh, whoa. Oh, so you were from... Whoa. Yeah. Apparently, Steve was leading the charge in the first cars... Well, I mean, but you I know, I, I had a ninety was, Ranger. That was like my yes, second car. So, yeah. yeah, my girls threw a fit one time because I wouldn't buy them some. It wasn't Miss Me jeans, but it was probably American Eagle or something. So, uh, Jinko, maybe. <laughs> so I said, you either get Walmart jeans or you get a job. Did they, they got get a jobs. Job? They nice. got jobs. I miss that. That's motivation right there. Well, yeah. the, one, the one daughter, uh, her dad actually gave her a hey, uh, minivan. Which she was not big on. And then she realized, wait, this the, is great for road trip. The MPV. Yeah. 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 I, I don't, he didn't give it to her, though. I don't she she, buy, she saved up her money and bought oh. it. Yeah. The Ford Ranger is, they started producing it again. I kind of want to buy one just for the nostalgia. Oh, uh, so going back to when my truck was broke down, I walked over there just to see how much they are. Yeah, they're like 41 grand. Yeah. 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 No, I'll, I'll just go full size for that price. My parents and. It was not that much they bought. I'll buy it. I, I think I paid. I got a brand new ninety Ranger for like eight thousand. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. ninety one was way cheaper than that, yeah. and I loved it. Put a big two tenant subs in the back. So yeah, it's awesome. My thing is, I always wanted to haul people around. Like we always were going That's to what do the things. back of the trucks for. <laughs> back seat windows up. Mm, okay. That's yeah. Uh, so I went from the sixty six to an Explorer, um, so that I could, you know. Keep, yeah, keep going and doing doing things with extra people in the, the party car. crowd. Huh? Yeah, what the party of, crowd. What kind of things are you doing with extra people? Going to the beach, going Freaking looking for off. basswood, looking looking <laughs> for, for basswood. looking looking for American basswood. Let me, let me filter that alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to the beach. We were doing ocean water. <laughs> what do you mean you were doing ocean water? <laughs> you were filtering out the salt. <laughs> That's what it's for. <laughs> Hey, come check out my water. I filled it with my bass wood. <laughs> come look at my bass wood. <laughs> oh, wow. This episode is going to be called Basswood. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done with... I want to know how many sports stories you got coming up. Two. Okay. Okay. Both, both NASCAR? No, no NASCAR oh, news. Oh, no na- oh wow. Oh. All right, I want you to lead off because uh, if, we, if we're not going around in a circle. Speaking of lead off, let's talk about the MLB. When I first saw this story on Barstool Sports, I thought it was a joke or a hoax. 
But the MLB issued a hard warning to players this week to stay away from gas station sex pills. According according to multiple reports, Major League Baseball sent a memo on Monday warning about the very real risk of over-the-counter sexual enhancement pills after at least two players have blamed them for positive PED tests so far this year. The memo, which was obtained by ESPN... It says the pills in question are often contaminated with prohibited and unsafe ingredients, including anabolic steroids. It reminded players that anyone who tests positive for a banned substance is subject to discipline by the league, regardless of how it got into their system. According to ESPN sources, players use these supplements so often that the league felt compelled to send in the memo to warn players of the risk. Sexual or male enhancement products present a very real risk risk, wow. risk. <laughs> for drug-tested players, the memo said, and the high likelihood for contamination or unidentified ingredients in these products underscores the importance of consuming only those products that are NSF certified for sport. The memo also suggested that any players who suffer from erectile dysfunction or other <laughs> legitimate issues related to sexual performance to speak to a licensed physician about the various prescription medications, e.g. Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, available to treat those conditions. The memo did not reveal which two players blamed their positive tests on the pills. Which so two? I, I didn't realize that we we're going to go straight into the gutter on sports, <laughs> but uh, it's got to be the, the horny goat milkweed that uh, is doing it, I'm pretty sure, because that's the... How, number, how are you sure? That's the number one thing in gas station restaurant bathrooms. I'm, I'm I think just, it's 75 cents, right? That's what they... Yeah, you, somehow you have to have quarters on you. I don't think these guys are, like, having quarters. Like, they got to go to the front desk and say, hey, break this hundred. <laughs> and Babe Ruth... Hundred, I need some quarters. <laughs> and Babe Ruth used to get in trouble for smoking and drinking. Too. Yeah. yeah. Pete Rose can't get in the Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. come on. I, I can't... Wow. It's such a big deal. I mean, they only have two players that they're actually worried about, but they're worried about the whole entire league to make a whole memo. They put a memo out on it, like, "Hey, don't buy over-the-counter sex enhancement yeah. pills at the gas station." That's that's not a story yeah. that I was bringing. So I, I just can't imagine the kind of money they make. Even the low-end players. I mean, I can't imagine going to the gas station and buying. Yo, bro, let me get them sex enhancement pills. <laughs> Got And a gotta, pack of I, gum. I need to can't they R- get that on Amazon? Got to get my RBI up. Not if it's on fire. I literally have no comment. <laughs> you do have a you comment. Do. You're just not going to say it. Okay. Look, just take a yeah. second. You me there. Filter it through the basket. <laughs> let's, just, then, let's just say the Louisville slugger needs a little help. Oh, wow. They should... <laughs> Let me hit with that basswood. Uh, <laughs> I got my basswood bat. They, yeah, that's not what they use. Um, <laughs> well, they could if they bought some pills at the counter at the <laughs> gas station. Uh, the XFL announced their eight teams. <laughs> and they told them not to use over the Oh, counter. no, no. They, they said get all, all of it. Oh, okay. all, all is fair. <laughs> uh, the 2020 season. Um, so you have the Dallas Renegades, the Houston Roughnecks, the L.A. Wildcats, the New York Guardians, the St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Dragons, Tampa Bay Vipers, and the D.C. Defenders. I didn't so, know the XFL was still a thing. Well, you should they're have. They're bringing it back. Yeah, they're bringing it back. What is yeah. the XFL? Extreme so, Football League. So it start, It was. Uh-huh. It, it happened at one point, and it's Vince McMahon who does wrestling. Like, he's been... Uh-huh. 
And so it, it was a thing. It went away, and now they're Filtered bringing it, it back. through some basswood, and now it's back. <laughs> Do they have special helmets they have to wear? Oh, that's oh, a good story, that's, too. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. I like that. Only if you go to the gas station to buy pills. <laughs> <laughs> um... So my yeah, my biggest thing is is it kicks off in Feb- in February. Trouble <laughs> with your paper over there. It won't, um, it won't stay up. Kicks off in February, the same time that the. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> the AAF kicked off last year. So the question is, does the XFL actually make it through a complete season? No. They'll pull out before it's over. <laughs> Not if they go to the gas station first. <laughs> There's not enough sex enhancement pills at the gas station to resurrect the XFL. I think you might need to put a like a, a warning. There's note, a disclaimer warning on this on this sports section. So you, you, you can throw this in after editing, just before the sports section starts. Because there's no editing. This. this there's no, there's no editing. It's just live. We this just episode re-roll. is golden. Why would I edit any of this out? It's been awesome. <laughs> just put a disclaimer in the notes. Yeah. Parental warning. For the sports section. <laughs> They've been listening this long. Why pull um, out now? <laughs> Chris is laughing down there. You, oh, my gosh. My you, filter is so about to pop off. I'm trying to leave it on. <laughs> she said. <laughs> Bring out the basswood. We gotta filter some <laughs> content. Oh. What do you got next? <laughs> can it can it go? Well, while we're on the topic of drug tests, <laughs> the in the intentional basketball federation suspended an American basketball player who has been the, playing the what? The, wait, wait, the what? Intentional? The, the intentional basketball federation. I didn't know the IBF. <laughs> Not to be they suspended an American basketball player who has been playing in Europe after a drug test revealed that he was pregnant. DJ Cooper was trying to join the Bosnian national team as a naturalized player, but had to pass a drug test first. Cooper passed a drug test, but was told there was an anomaly with his urine sample. The lab test revealed the presence of human chorionic gonodotropin, which is a hormone made by the placenta during pregnancy. He had a tube. He he had gender fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Cooper reportedly tried to beat the test by using his girlfriend's urine, and it turned out that she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. It is unclear why Cooper was trying to cheat the drug test. He was handed a two-year suspension for his actions. And a child. And a child. Well, at least he didn't try to More than two years. That's like 18. (laughs) Congratulations. <laughs> you are the father and you're suspended for two years. This should have been on Mars. Well, at least he didn't try to blame it on over-the-counter gas station drugs. Yeah. He should have. He should have tried. Yeah. Oh, what would be even worse well, is he, if it's he not even his them. kid. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that would go to Jerry Springer. Yes, yes. It's getting it real on the Two Fellows podcast. You are not the daddy. You can't filter that up with the bass wood. Do you know what starts this weekend? College football. Oh. Ooh. So Miami will uh, take on Florida this Saturday for the first top 25 uh, matchup. Uh, Florida's ranked. Miami's not. Um, yeah, I think Chris needs another seltzer. But 
They're really like each, like for that. It's half and half. Maybe we should mix them. Yeah, mix them. Give me a glass. <laughs> I had. Just you got a can. Just, yeah, just, just gently just pour, pour it. In. There you go. All right, so we'll, we'll figure out how this experiment goes in just a second. It's scientific. Um, if you hear an explosion. <laughs> The Razorbacks actually started off hosting uh, West Coast team uh, Portland State. West Coast. On the 31st. Oregon State will host Oklahoma State on the 30th. So, waiting for a reaction over here. Are we talking about... Hey, now that's good. Okay. Okay. Let's let's write the natural light, people. We we have a Natterday Seltzer. Oh, that's really good. Shit's getting real on the Two Fells podcast. Can we pass it around? Pass it around. <laughs> Take one down, pass it Take around. Take one down, pass it around. Got an everyday seltzer. I, I think it makes the seltzer better. It does. Oh, yeah. yeah. De- okay, oh. so here's what you got to do. You got to buy a 30-pack <laughs> of Natterdays <laughs> and a 12-pack of Natural Light Seltzer. No, it was half and half. Well, I know, but you can't get a 30-pack of seltzers, so. Oh. And... But two twelve packs. And the, the thirty. The, the, trust me. Trust me. Price price range. Get a thirty pack in Natterdays. You can afford it. It's natural light. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That, Kudos to you. Yeah. yeah. That that is a collaboration that needs to just just happen. Just happen. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever play King's Cup? Yes. What? Yes. So you want me to add some more to that? No. So you don't know King's Cup? Okay. I played it once. That's it? What? Oh, man, we played this so much. No, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> what were you drinking that went in there? I was not drinking. My child, well, sure she wasn't know. really a child. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> she was of age. I, I was witnessing this. There's no judgment here. Yeah, she was Our of age. Our kids are y'all's age, so. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, she had moved out and came back home, and she's like, can I have a few friends over? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> My brother came over, who is older than me. So there was like, what, five of them there that yeah, night? So and I was like, yeah. two in the morning, I'm like, y'all have got to go to bed. And they're like, well, it's whoever drinks the King's Cup. After we drink the King's Cup, I will go to bed. I was like, <clears throat> give me the cup. I drank Whoa, the King's Cup. That is a bold move, Cotton. Whoa, bold mom move. <laughs> yeah. What was you went name? straight to bed. Oh, so here, here's yeah. how King's Cup works. I went straight to the bathroom. There. Okay. Well, I need so, some. What's going on so here? In King's Cup, you have a big pitcher or whatever you whatever beer mug, beer mug, whatever you have. A container. A container. Yeah. And no basswood. It, the, the, yeah, we're not filtering this at all. So anybody that's drinking at some point during the game, you have to pour your drink in there if you draw something. And so whatever people are drinking gets mixed in there. So somebody could be drinking a mixed drink. Somebody could be drinking straight whiskey. Somebody could have a oh, bush light. Sounds awful. And so you end up with mm-hmm. a concoction that somebody ends up having to drink at the end of the game. And Sorry. so she put an end to the game. And you went to the bathroom to puke. Uh, yes. <laughs> sounds awful. Yeah, there was like, what oh, was I, it, the Jaeger and... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, there Say no more. No. The, the, I don't know what all was the in there. The best is that somebody was just chilling, sipping on Jaeger to be able to even put it in the King's Cup. Hey, like, Jaeger. I can't even oh, drink Jaeger anymore. I, what, about, what about like an Irish hey, car bomb? Yeah. Yeah. That, that gives you a lot of points, though. That's yeah. that's pretty sweet. You just put an It's not the, sweet. You put, you put, it wasn't sweet. You, you put it into King's Cup <laughs> without was, even knowing what was going on. It was no natural light <laughs> seltzer. Yeah. No, it was not. Wow. 
So anyway, back to sports. I <laughs> never told my daughter that I puked though, so no. we can't let that out because well, now they still think late. I'm like yeah. cool mom. You didn't. You had to go to the bathroom and wash your hands. We're not with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so on the on the heels of college football kicking off, the Pac-12 conference declined 9 a.m. kickoffs this year. Easy, this easy. Is, this becomes a debate on whether it would be beneficial or not. So if they kick off at 9 a.m., they can get more East Coast eyes on the teams. However, living in the South, I'll tell you, no one, I mean no one, cares about the Pac-12. So really you're not gaining much traction from this, in my opinion. Um... But some say it could be beneficial to sway the committee to give love to a better bull berth. But as a fan and a guy who knows a thing or two about tailgating, bull berth, I would hate living on the West Coast, having to get up at 5 a.m. to go tailgate for a 9 a.m. kickoff. Yeah, how are you, how are you going to play King's Cup, get over it? And then get no, it? no, here's the thing is you're playing King's Cup until 5 a.m., yeah. then you're just going straight to yeah. the game. Why, why does your stories have nothing to do with gas station sex enhancement pills? <laughs> You can't top that. So. Do you have any stories about sex enhancement pills? If not, then just skip. That was my last story. Oh, well, there was, there was no sex enhancement. Sex enhancement. Wow. I think I got lost on the way to the gas station on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody took a detour. Detour. So what? did you did you have one more story over there, or are you good? Uh, <laughs> he doesn't remember where he was at. <laughs> I think the last story I had was about the guy that had tested positive for being pregnant. Okay, just just double checking. But um, the only other thing would be is uh, fantasy football is definitely going in full swing with uh, two drafts this Sunday, one the following weekend where we will be uh, in Dallas to uh, semi draft that live with um, brother in law and sister in law. So yeah, I tried to ask. Steve, hey, I want to hang out next weekend. Like, no, dude, we got to go to Texas for a fantasy football draft. It's an annual trip. He he goes out of town to the gas stations. You should all pop. Somebody sees him. You should all get a pill from the gas station and (laughs) pop it. Will they they ban you from fantasy football for that? Yeah, we do. We we do something DHS. You drug test for fantasy football? Yeah, we get tested. Okay, I have to say, though, fantasy football, that's one thing I've never done, but I've always wanted to do at least once just to experience it. (laughs) So (laughs) That's what they said about the sex (laughs) with Oh, God. Try it once to see. It, It is definitely interesting. To me, it makes, since I don't, technically just have like one team that i like like if i did like yeah. people make me choose it's the saints but you you just watch everything you pay attention to teams that you would never even look at um the buffalo bills the miami dolphins teams that oh those teams are still around yeah exactly well the bad thing is i don't even watch football yeah so you kind of got to keep up with football to yeah know it, where you're so at. if you're if you're gonna want to be successful you got to know See, the thing is on. that Sunday's it's, a training day for me, so... It's you don't have to watch yeah. it, though. You just have to keep up with stats. You just have to keep up with stats and listen yeah. to some extra podcasts and stuff. Yeah. There's so NASCAR on Sunday. <laughs> is there a NASCAR fantasy team? There should oh, be. I yeah. bet there is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But... I think I could do NASCAR better than I could do football. Don't Boom. go with Dale Jr. Boom. His goes down. Well, he doesn't race anymore. He's retired. He just had a plane crash. Yeah. 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 Did he? Has he back up for? He's racing. Not. Uh, he's racing. Not this week, but next week. He's racing. Yeah. He, I mean, he he races in the Xfinity Series at Darlington. Is he still going forward? 
I was talking about like his podcast. Did he like talk about it? Have you heard? Uh, they have not recorded a podcast since, since that. Yeah. They pre-recorded. But okay. I bet it's going to be a hot one when he it, does. It's going to be. There's going to be a lot. Oh, going I'm going to listen. Yeah. Oh, you need to start sending in your questions. I've done it before, and he's answered them. I know. I'm just telling you. You need to start sending them in right now. Hey, what's the best Dale Earnhardt tattoo? Because I got to get oh, it done. Oh, that would be a good one. Or, you know, are you going to write a book on how to survive a plane crash? Are you gonna? Are you gonna get a tattoo? No. Ever? No, probably not. That's lame. What? You only need like how many more followers before you get a tattoo? I'm, no, I'm, no, that's not true. me. That's true. How many? Oh, follow- you're not getting a tattoo? No, I don't well, have. What any. are you doing for followers? I did not get roped into oh. anything on there. So See, I think we need to do something on that one. It's got to yeah. be about a million. A million followers? We're not post alone. How about how about like 750 followers? He gets some basswood and like. Cracks it on his head or something. I, I, I'll make you something out of basswood. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> He'll filter you some salt yeah, water. I will filter some alcohol for you out of basswood since you're so caught well, up on that. I'm not in college. I can pay money for good alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you never try to filter alcohol in a, in a Brita filter? Oh, what was no, that? Like, why that would you do that? Where if you went, up, we were talking about it at the Maroney's house, um, where they would run down the street naked. Oh, whoa! Is he running naked? <laughs> Is he running to the gas station? What kind of race are y'all talking about? <laughs> that I mean, there's been like card games and stuff that end that way. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Uh. Yeah, the mule, the donkey, something. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Before we get turned into uh, the DHS, we're going to go ahead and wrap this <laughs> this episode up. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Two Fells Podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Thanks to our special guests, Jeff and Chris. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to see our craft beer reviews, download the Untapped app and add Two Fells Podcast. Check out our new line of shirts at rocksquatchdesigns.com and Instagram. Be on the lookout for not only the Squatch, but also new products. And until next time, enjoy a cold one for the fellas. Cheers. 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 Cheers.